0: Welcome to another episode of Sweet But Salty, the bliss point of podcasts. I think I explained what the bliss point concept is about only once before, so if you're a new listener, I want to welcome you to this podcast, and I'm going to explain very quickly what the bliss point is. The bliss point concept is basically derived from the food industry, and it means that sweet and salty components in a food are so perfectly balanced that you become addicted to the food so it's essentially sweet and salty like most fast foods that we know and that makes you addicted so that's why this podcast will hopefully cause the same reaction in you and lead you to binge through all of my episodes which is a lot healthier a lot lot healthier than binging on fast food As you can guess by the title, I also want to focus on contrasts in this wonderful new episode. So let's jump straight in. I love fairy tales. I'm obsessed. And I've always loved Disney movies and their take on so many popular fairy tales that we know. And I recently... Had the idea for a photo shoot, and you can see the photo on my Instagram. I'm at World of Fila on Instagram, where I dressed up as Snow White, and I had my Apple, my MacBook in my hand, and it was kind of my take on showing a modern version of Snow White. I've had quite many people tell me that I look like Snow White. I'm that typical Snow White type. So I thought I'm just going to execute my idea on (laughs) what a modern Snow White could potentially look like these days with a different kind of apple in her hand. So check out my Insta if you want to see that photo. But while I really like Snow White and the idea that someone who is beautiful inside and out basically makes it through a horrible experience, unharmed, and is blessed or yeah, just kind of gifted the love of her life. There are many components in that fairy tale that I don't like, and it's basically that Snow White is kind of passive. She has her jealous stepmother and the hunter who is supposed to kill her in the forest, and he leads her there, and then he leaves her there, and she gets help from the seven dwarfs, and then she eventually takes a bite of the apple, falls asleep, and then the prince comes to her rescue. And I'm just wondering, like, what has she actually done? Has she decided to do all these things? Or did they just come to her? Essentially, she was just reacting. She was a passive figure in that whole story. And I don't really believe in, well, I do believe in love, and I do believe in The healing power of love that you can overcome hardship when you have someone or more people by your side who really love you and support you. But I don't think you get very far by being passive all the time. And I don't think it's healthy to rely on another person to rescue you. And I've been guilty of doing that as well. So I thought before, just jumping into the interpretation of Snow White the fairy tale I don't know if an interpretation of the fairy tale would be interesting for you if so please let me know but I just think let's focus on something that is hopefully going to help you right now and that's attachment styles so I was thinking as I said Snow White is pretty much just reactant and we don't know much about her relationship to the prince because she's asleep before meeting him (laughs) and She meets him and then the fairy tale ends. And the only thing we know is that they live happily ever after. So realistic, (laughs) not. But actual attachment styles, I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but we all have a particular style of attachment to people we love and they are basically formed by the experiences that we have in our childhood so the way that we are attached to our parents usually translates to the way we are attached to romantic partners later in our lives and there are four different types of attachment styles there is secure attachment which is essentially what we're supposed to aim for then there is avoidant attachment anxious attachment, and disorganized attachment. And I'm quickly going to go through all of them so that you can find out which style is yours. And I'm going to link to the sources in the description of this episode. So if you want to read up on that, I actually found two articles that are pretty similar and they use the characters from How I Met Your Mother to explain each attachment style, which is kind of helpful because you have an example right there. All right, so the first attachment style is secure attachment. That's what we all want. And when a person is securely attached, they feel confident in their relationship and their partner. There's connection, there's trust, there's comfort in having your own independence and also letting the other person be independent and openly expressing love. So those are people who reach out for support when they need it. And who offer support when their partner needs it usually people who have a secure attachment style were also raised by securely attached parents who allowed them to explore the world on their own but also come back to the secure base which was represented by the parents so that's what we all want now the next type of attachment style is dismissive avoidant So people with an avoidant attachment style find it usually uncomfortable to get too emotionally close to somebody else and to trust other people. They tend to be very independent, perhaps overly independent, and you could describe them as actively trying to avoid closeness. They feel like they don't need emotional intimacy, and when they get rejected or hurt, they tend to pull away. And this attachment style usually stems from having had negligent or absent parents and experiencing rejection in childhood. The third attachment style is anxious, preoccupied attachment. People who are anxiously attached tend to crave emotional intimacy, even if the other person is not ready or the situation isn't appropriate. So they need a lot of approval and reassurance from their partners and get anxious when they don't get it so they essentially are dependent on other people for approval and to kind of bolster up their self-worth those are probably the typical people who run after others and who tend to get clingy and the fourth attachment style is disorganized or fearful avoidant attachment So a person with a disorganized attachment style is essentially confused because they combine both the anxious and the avoidant attachment styles. They want emotional closeness, but they also want to push people away. So they are scared of trusting others fully, but they need their approval and validation. They often deny their feelings or are reluctant to express them. They also tend to get jealous. And this is an attachment style that is usually displayed by people who have experienced loss or trauma because they were used to living in an environment where security and closeness weren't necessarily always there. And sometimes the people who were supposed to help and care for them, so their parents or other people, were actually harming them. And these mixed messages lead to this type of disorganized pattern because there was always a lot of insecurity. So to sum this up and to give you an overview, secure attachment means that you're trusting, independent but close and open to expressing affection in confident ways with a partner. Avoidant attachment means that you don't feel comfortable with emotional intimacy and tend to pull away from others when you feel hurt or rejected. Anxious attachment means that you need reassurance from a partner. You seek closeness and intimacy more intensely, even if the partner is not ready. And disorganized attachment is a combination of avoidant and anxious attachment. That means that you're often confused and give mixed signals and pushing people away and craving more connection at the same time. Or not at the same time, but rather one day you're like this and the next day you're like that. Alright, so I hope this little overview was helpful and I hope that you could figure out which attachment style applies to you the most. I'm not really sure (laughs) what my attachment style is. I have a little bit of everything and it's making things kind of complicated. (laughs) But to be honest, I think that everything starts with becoming aware of the patterns of behavior that you display in your everyday life. And I think that by sitting down and looking at what our closest relationships look like in our lives and analyzing them a little bit, we can figure out our typical attachment style. It's not really about fitting exactly into one category. I mean, you can also take a test and then it'll give you a percentage of how many percent you fit into the, let's say, avoidant attachment style. But it's not really about that. It's rather about Seeing the patterns of behavior and of reacting to other people that occur very often in our lives. So I encourage you to take this as a starting point and to reflect on the closest relationships that you have in your life. And if you want to change something about the way that you treat other people or are treated, then definitely start with yourself and start with looking at your own behaviors and your own reactions and the words you use And if you change something about that, then you will get different results. And yeah, I really hope that this episode helped you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please feel free to subscribe to my podcast. It really helps me out. If you have any suggestions for topics, you can reach me on Instagram and tell me about that there. Other than that, I'll catch you in the next episode. Stay healthy until then. Bye.